Corey Haynes and Ray Haynes, and we're talking about the fall feast. This is something coming up, and next week we have our Victory Partner Day, so yes. this will just continue through. Well, the Feast of Tabernacles, or simply the feast, is seven days long, and then they come back for an eighth day, and I'll show you why they do that. It's God's got kind of a cool prophetic thing with that one. So, uh, all next week are Victory Partner Days, which you we already have some amazing prizes that you can uh, have a chance of winning if you give uh, anytime up and t- up through Monday, and then we got a bunch more prizes that you could win if you give Tuesday through Friday a chance to win at least. So, a lot of cool stuff coming up. I, I just love Victory Partner Days. We get to hang with you, and we get to talk and share and hear testimony yes. after testimony. I just it's one of those moments where we get testimonies every day. We get so spoiled with just what God is doing in people's lives and how He's turning just all things and working it for good. But uh, it's just uh, if you can imagine just uh, like put that on steroids that's what victory partner days is so all right so we're teaching on tabernacles the last of the great feasts there's three pilgrimage feasts it's the last one and i think they're all really one big feast that's all connected so what's this one about well what's the point of the fall feasts you have repentance for rosh hashanah the days of awe and for yom kippur in anticipation of the Great Tribulation. You have the end times coming up, right? So you want to understand and learn what this is all about. Now, if you remember, in Revelation 7, let me just kind of refresh you. After this, I looked, there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before the throne and before the Lamb. Now, keep in mind, when this starts, the book of Revelation, it's the Day of Atonements. Four days after the Day of Atonement is the Feast of Tabernacles. So, They're here, and then what happens? They're wearing white robes, and we're holding palm branches in their hands. So now we know it's Feast of Tabernacles. It's the first day. And they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne into the Lamb. These are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They've washed their robes, made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they're before the throne of God and serve Him day and night in His temple. And He who sits on the throne will shelter them with His presence. Never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat down on them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. Mm. He will lead them the springs of what? Living water. God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Now, did you see any of those themes in there? He's going to shelter you. He, yeah. what, what's that? What's a shelter called? A sukkah, right? He's going to sukkah them with his presence. The mm-hmm. sun won't beat down on them because they got the sukkah. He'll lead them to springs of living water. All of those are the themes of the Feast of Tabernacles. Why is that? You see, because it all changes now. It's a celebration for the Feast of Tabernacles. Those who take the mark of the beast will be destroyed, but there will be sinners here on the earth who did not take the mark, but that do not have their names written in the book of life, and so are not transformed to reign with Jesus in the millennium. They're not glorified. They don't shine. They're alive, so to speak, but just alive. And they will be on the earth for the millennium. But, of course, those who are uh, in that crowd right there, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth. Thick darkness is over the peoples, but the Lord rises upon you, Mm. and his glory appears over you. See, one day when the trumpet sounds, the darkness, and that's that feast of trumpets, the darkness will descend, and it'll be our time to shine. Why the yearly trumpet blast? So we continue to ask ourselves, are we filled with oil? Mm. 
Matt, remember those big candelabras? Those are oil. And it's not just a candle you uh, freeze up into a hard form. It's oil. Matthew 25 warns us, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with the lambs. And while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold! The bridegroom is coming. Go out and meet him. Now, what's the tradition on the first day of the feast? You're slamming the little loofahs down and welcoming the bridegroom. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. And the wise answered, saying, No, less oil should be not enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding. The door was shut, and afterwards the other virgins also came, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. You see, oil causes the lamps to light up. It's the presence of the Holy Spirit illuminating the Word of God. And that's why we count the cost. Jesus said, Buy from me. Sometimes he said, come to me and I'll give you. In Revelation, in the letters to the churches, he said, buy from me. The ten wise virgins, he said, needed to buy oil from him, not from people, but from him. You see, they should have counted the cost, and they didn't. They were cast in outer darkness. Between the feasts of first fruits and Pentecost, they were commanded to count the days, 50 days till Pentecost. Jesus stayed on the earth for 40 days before he ascended and said, wait for Pentecost to receive which came 10 days later. See, that's the shadow. Counting, that's the focus. You don't have to be baptized in the Holy Spirit to be saved, but he wants you to be filled. He wants you to be full of him so you can shine your light, which requires oil. Because he said darkness is coming onto the face of the earth, so he knows you will use up your oil. So he says, buy from me. Come to get full. Mm. Be filled. There's never been a more important time to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's not about doctrines and theologies. This is just scripture. Mm. To Laodicea, Revelation chapter 4. I know your deeds that you're neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you're lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. You say, I'm rich, I've acquired wealth, and do not need a thing, but you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so you can become rich and white clothes to wear so you can never, so you can cover your shameful nakedness and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. You see, they didn't count the cost. They said, <laughs> they said, I am rich. They saw it their own way, but they weren't. You say that, but it's not right. Mm. They didn't count the cost. You have to buy from Jesus, not from man. There are many full pews the day after the rapture because they spent their time only trying to buy from man instead of Jesus. And this is all about spending time in his presence to be filled with him. So like Moses, we glow when we return into the world. See, the Lord expects light from his people. The light of God in our lives comes from the Holy Spirit, which causes ministry to happen in the lives of believers. Burning oil produces light. If we are spiritual virgins because we're betrothed to Jesus, we ought to bear his light in a dark world. Still, he's told us that some virgins will not have the wisdom to do it. So it's a warning to us, a warning not to quench the spirit, but to be filled with him and be the light of the world. Some are very proud of their state, but they're actually in danger. Mm -hmm. Coming up, we've got a few more breaks. We're going to talk about the thousand years.